A friend told me a story today that got me thinking. It got me thinking that although we're all going to have challenging or even bad experiences in life, there is usually a silver lining. Some experiences are terrible and tragic, and the silver lining may be small, but if you look closely enough, you will find it. He explained that about seven years ago, he and some friends drove two hours away to a sporting event. They started their evening in a hotel where they had a few drinks. On their way from the hotel, things took a tragic turn. They got into a horrible car accident. And one of the men ended up in jail. My friend wasn't wearing his seatbelt and all were under the influence. The car was totaled and there was damage to the trolley they drove straight into as they ran a red light. They all could have died or worse, they could have killed innocent people. To this day, my friend looks back and thinks how grateful he is that no one was hurt. Yet the incident was tragic enough that he has never since driven under the influence ridden with someone under the influence, or not worn his seatbelt. He is able to look back at all they went through and see the silver lining. Spirit, does it stay? Does it go? The fact is, spirit does survive death. Our loved ones are all around us. Love survives. Spirit survives. All is not lost. Welcome to the All Is Not Lost podcast. Here's your host, psychic and evidential medium, Rianne Maldonado. I'm going to go out on a limb today and say that each one of us at some point in our lives has experienced a situation that seemed so dire that we couldn't see the way out. We've all had times where we felt things just couldn't get any worse, yet they did. We've all grieved the loss of relationships, friendships, jobs, homes, and even pets, and thought that we could no longer go on. I'm not talking about the death of a loved one today, but rather death of our life as we know it, as it comes tumbling down into something unrecognizable, leaving us feeling as if we've hit the bottom and we don't know how to get back up. When we feel that our life is the perfect representation of the tower card from the tarot deck. I've experienced more times in my life like this than I'd care to admit. However, what I've realized from these events is that almost always once the storm has passed and I've had time to recover, to heal, and to reflect back on the situation through a wider lens, I often find that these storms were in fact blessings. Upon looking back, I'm often amazed at the lessons I learned disasters I avoided, and true silver linings that emerged. Although we may not think so, there is usually at least a little glimmer of positivity coming out of something we can only perceive at the time as negative. This coming April of 2023 is a very special month for me. On April 23rd, I will have completed my ministerial training, attended my ordination ceremony, and will be an ordained spiritualist minister. The ministry program found me at the perfect time in my life, and I'll be forever grateful that it did. I have noticed, along with the people closest to me in my life, that over the years, people have sought me out for comfort, advice, and guidance on all sorts of topics and situations, even total strangers. Throughout time, 
The way in which this comfort and guidance came through varied, but still, it was there whenever someone seemed to need me. Christmas Eve 2020, the ministry program came into my field of awareness, and within two weeks, I was embarking on the two-year journey. I felt that I had been divinely led to this path as a more formal way of continuing with my love of counseling people, and I was so excited to get started. Looking back on this, I'm still amazed that becoming a spiritualist minister isn't just a way for me to keep being a supportive person for others, but also a way in which to keep supporting my mediumship, as spiritualism is not spiritualism without mediumship. I get to combine two things that I absolutely love to do. I bring up my ministry today because, as you know, regardless of what the podcast gurus tell us about sticking to one niche topic, my show contains varied topics. I talk about many different things and bring on guests from all walks of life. But naturally, I'm also inclined to educate when I can and offer support and guidance when spirit leads me to do so to minister to my people. When I offer support and guidance, I feel it's important to share that it's coming from beyond just me. I draw from spirit and my training as a minister to bring you things that I hope will provide something positive in your life. When I offer support and guidance, I feel it's important to share that it's coming from beyond just me. I draw from spirit and my training as a minister to bring you things that I hope will provide something positive in your life. Life has been a bit trying lately, and I've had some dark days. We've had some family struggles, parenting struggles, work struggles, and more. In fact, at one point, I had to remove myself from the family for a couple of days to seek support from someone I love and trust, while also giving myself distance from the situation that was pulling me down. This was the best decision, and I'd like to thank my husband for arranging it. But I must also thank Spirit for putting the thought in his head because it was brilliant. By removing myself, I was able to see the situation differently and come back to it, ready to face it in a much healthier way. I understand that this is not always an option, but in this case, I was fortunate to have this coping strategy presented to me. As I said in the beginning, I'm fairly confident that most of you listening today have felt lost and alone at some point and couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But what I'd like you to take away from listening to me today is the idea that if you look back over your life at some of the toughest points, you just might see that either they were blessings altogether or that you wouldn't now have some particularly special thing in your life had you not had those experiences. In 1997, I found myself 19 years old in a terrible marriage and with a new baby. I spent two years in that situation with it only getting worse each day. After two years, and a ton of counseling and soul searching, I made the drastic decision to get a divorce. I had $175, a baby, and my cat. I was terrified. I was afraid of the unknown, and I was beaten down. I couldn't see the light at the end, but I knew that I had to go. That terrifying decision ended up being one of the best decisions of my life. I now know that spirit put me in that situation to teach me about myself, my worth, and my boundaries, but equally, if not more important, to teach me the selfless love of being a mother. Of course, I'm oversimplifying this traumatic event into a few sentences, but for the purpose of what I'm trying to demonstrate today, those details don't matter. It was horrible then, but I can see the beauty now. In 2010, 
I found myself pregnant with my third child. It was a challenging time, but we were happy to be having another baby. Then one day, my husband called to tell me with tears in his eyes that he had been fired from his job. We had just moved to another state where we had no friends or family, zero support, and we had a new baby on the way. We went into crisis mode. To support our family, my husband was forced to take on any job that he could get. Jobs he never would have chosen had circumstances been different, but we were grateful for them nonetheless. After a few of these less than ideal jobs and a few months of terrible stress, my husband landed a job that was the turning point in his career. He had been working for years, never getting a promotion in a position with no room to move up. He was frustrated every day, knowing that he wanted more, but was being held back. Yet with a family, it was way too frightening to take a leap and make a big job change. Well, what seemed like a nightmare at the time eventually showed itself to be spirit, guiding him to a better place, a job that would actually become a career and lead him up the corporate ladder to exactly where he wanted to be. We couldn't see it at the time, but it was there all along. Please know that I am in no way diminishing anyone's challenges in life. When we are in the midst of tragedy and turmoil, it's very real and very complicated. I'm oversimplifying my personal examples to demonstrate that the point I'm trying to make today isn't in the details of the tragedy, but the blessings hidden within. The point is to know that there will be a light at the end. There will be some form of silver lining. At the end of these struggles, looking back, We often find that we met someone who made a difference in our life, or we found a new career that was far better, or a new pet found us when we thought we could never love a pet again. If you can hold on tight through the storm and trust that spirit does know best and that spirit does have your back always, it might just make the storm a bit more bearable until you get to the other side. In 2011, my son started high school. He was excelling in his grades. He had plenty of friends and was enjoying his time on the cross-country team. He was truly happy. So imagine how crushed he was to find out that we were moving to another state and he would have to switch high schools for his last two years. He was angry, sad, apprehensive. He feared the unknown and he grieved the loss of what had become his life and focus. Yet if you talk to my son today at 25 years old, he says his last two years of high school were the best two years of his life. He enjoyed that school beyond his wildest dreams and he made the best friends he could ever have asked for who are still his best friends today. And in fact, had he not made those best friends, he wouldn't be marrying the wonderful woman that he is marrying this coming December. He can look back at what he thought was going to literally ruin his life and see that spirit knew far better than we did what was best and all of the wonderful things that came about because of that one situation that felt like the end of the world. I could go on to share countless more examples from my own life, but I'm sure from what I've already shared, you get the idea of what I'm attempting to relay today. My hope for you is twofold. First, I hope that by looking back over the challenging times of your own life, you are able to find the threads of goodness spirit provided. And second, to have faith that as you encounter challenges moving forward in life, spirit has your back, and knows exactly what to do and when to do it. Trust and faith are not easy, but if we choose not to trust and choose not to have faith in spirit, what is the alternative? The alternative is to be consumed by worry, distress, and fear. 
Spirit doesn't want us to live lives of worry, distress, and fear, but rather lives of hope, happiness, love, and wonder. By periodically taking assessment of the challenges we've lived through and acknowledging any and all blessings that have come from those challenges, we are acknowledging spirit and giving thanks, which only leads to more blessings in our lives. This week, I invite you to find a quiet moment where you can reflect back over your life and look for the many sneaky ways in which spirit guided you to all that is good in your life. I also invite you to communicate with spirit about what is to come. If you're too shy to speak out loud, it's okay to write it down instead, but please take a moment to express your trust in spirit and ask for guidance in all areas of your life. Make a promise to spirit that you will listen for those quiet whispers and nudges, not only to live your life more in the flow, but again, to show spirit you trust, which in turn will lead to spirit being more present in your life. And with this message, we bring to a close another episode of All Is Not Lost. I sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode and maybe even learned something that will improve your life, if only just a tiny bit, just one ray of sunshine. Before you go, please ensure you are subscribed. That way you won't miss new episodes as they're released each Thursday morning at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. And the best thing you can do is share the show with a friend. To learn more about me or to book a reading or a private mentoring session, please visit allisnotlostpodcast.com and click Booking and Inquiries. If you have an idea for a show topic, I'd love to hear from you. Please send your idea via email to allisnotlostpodcast at gmail.com. And I will, of course, put the links in the show notes. Thank you again for being here today, and I look forward to spending time with you again next week.